Blog Talk Radio. Dave, how you doing this evening? Or this afternoon, rather. 
This afternoon, I'm doing pretty well. I just got done having a snowball fight with 29 other kids, and I think I won because I'm still standing, and the rest of them are they're, uh, in, their, in their homes licking their wounds. And other than that, I'm ready to go for the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I am psyched for the Rumble. And you know what, see, one of the things that makes, uh, you know, the show great, like, you know, we, we, we try to give you a little bit of everything. And, you know, it was great. I used to do the show kind of pre-recorded, and I would do it on my own and brought Dave into the mix to kind of up the quality of the show. And one of the things that Dave is, is great at is his, his uncanny ability to re- remember dates and, and, and just have such a grasp of the history of pro wrestling. So before we get into this year's WrestleMania, our news guy, our historian, my tag team partner, Dave, is going to give us a little history of this Royal Rumble event. Dave, take it away. Well, Ken, thank you very much. This is the Ken Reedy Show pay-per-view throwback. I am your instructor, wrestling historian extraordinaire, Dave Rosenbluth. And tonight, or this afternoon's subject is the Royal Rumble. Now, for those of you who are, who are familiar with my monthly lessons, the historical facts I provide are presented in a manner like no other. In recent years, WWE has done a great job illustrating the ins and outs of the Royal Rumble match. But this afternoon, I plan on providing to you, my class, the Royal Rumble facts you did not know. Going beyond the Royal Rumble match itself and giving you a different look into the January pay-per-view classic. Now, some of you may remember the debut of the Royal Rumble event in January of 1988. It was broadcast on the USA Network as the first event and concept of its kind. This was an event done to see if the event could succeed on its own on pay-per-view. What some of you don't know that a year earlier, in 1987, Rio de Janeiro was the original birthplace of the Royal Rumble match itself. On that evening, in front of a sold-out crowd, not a television camera in sight, the one-man gang was victorious in the very first Royal Rumble match. This event resulted in WWE putting this concept on television to then see if it could translate to a traditional pay-per-view. So for those of you who think Hacksaw Jim Duggan is the first Royal Rumble match winner, it looks like you did not dig deeper in your research efforts. Over the years, the Royal Rumble event would be the launching point for a number of firsts in the history of its event. In 1989, the Royal Rumble makes its official pay-per-view debut, and the debut of the Royal Rumble match going to a 30-man format, as opposed to the 20-man format that was used the previous two years. In 1991, the first time the then WWF Championship was defended at the big event, as two WWE Hall of Famers made history when Sergeant Slaughter defeated the Ultimate Warrior to become the WWF Champion in controversial fashion with the help from the Macho King, ooh yeah, 2015 WWE Hall of Famer, Randy Savage. 1992, another first. The vacant World Wrestling Federation Championship was put on the line as Nature Boy Ric Flair, two-time, two-time WWE Hall of Famer, woo, went the distance, entering at number three to become the undisputed World Wrestling Federation Champion. The following year, 1993, was the first year 
that the Royal Rumble winner was awarded a championship main event opportunity at that year's WrestleMania. The winner in 1993 was 2012 WWE Hall of Famer, the mighty Yokozuna. In 1994, the first and only time this happened, as WWE Hall of Famer Bret the Hitman Hart and Made in the USA Lex Luger both eliminated each other to become co-winners of that year's Royal Rumble match. 1995 saw WWE Hall of Famer the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels enter at number one and win the Royal Rumble match for the first time in history. But here's where my lesson is different from WWE's. Usually a Rumble entry occurs every 90 seconds. With 30 30 entrants, the match is bound to go at least an hour. On this particular night, the Heartbreak Kid lasted 45 minutes, making this the shortest Royal Rumble match in its history. The following year in 1996 was the first year that the then WWF Championship would close out a Royal Rumble event and be the main event as Bret the Hitman Hart defended the championship against The Undertaker. In 1997, another year of firsts, was the year that the Royal Rumble event set an attendance record of 60,625 fans packing the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas, to see the hometown boy, Shawn Michaels, take the WWF championship from Psycho Sid. Now, I've spoken about a lot of firsts in Royal Rumble history, but let's not forget about other memorable moments to have taken place at the big January event. In 1999, we witnessed The Rock brutalize mankind to take the WWF championship in a historical I Quit match. The following year, McFoley continued his trend of being the Royal Rumble championship match punching bag as he was beaten half to death in a New York City street fight inside Madison Square Garden against the champion, Triple H. A name that we didn't think we would ever talk about on the show. As a matter of fact, this name was brought up on our very first show just three years ago. Maven from Tough Enough shocked the world, eliminating The Undertaker from the Royal Rumble match in 2002. It was also another memorable event in 2005 as Mr. McMahon tore both of his quadriceps while enthusiastically entering the closing moments of that Rumble match to help determine the winner after the controversial finish between Batista and John Cena. And more recently, in 2013, The Rock returned from Hollywood to defeat CM Punk and end his 434-day reign as WWE champion. Will we see history being made in tonight's WWE World Heavyweight Championship match? Brock Lesnar defends the World Heavyweight Championship against both John Cena and Mr. Money in the Bank Seth Rollins. The key in this match is Rollins and his Money in the Bank briefcase. Will we see a Money in the Bank cash-in if Rollins comes up short in his attempt the first time to win the title? It would certainly add to Mr. Rollins' resume that he has continued to build since winning Money in the Bank last year. But we can't forget about the resumes of both John Cena and Brock Lesnar, especially at this very event. Let me explain. You see, Brock Lesnar has done well for himself at the January Classic. In 2003, he outlasted 29 men to win the Royal Rumble match, not before defeating the Big Show earlier in that evening to qualify for his Royal Rumble spot. The following year, he successfully defended the WWE Championship against an unlikely opponent in Hardcore Holly. 
And in 2014, he relived his old rivalry with the Big Show, defeating him and starting what many consider his best year in the industry. Now, we can't forget about John Cena. I mean, if we did, the internet wrestling community would be very happy. But we can't hide from the facts. John Cena has a very impressive history at the Royal Rumble. And tonight marks the fifth championship match at the Rumble event that John Cena will have participated in. 2006, Cena defeated Edge. 2007, Cena retained the championship, defeating Umaga in a last-man-standing match. 2009, John Cena retained his title against JBL. And 2014 makes Cena's Royal Rumble championship match record at 3-1 and one as he lost to Randy Orton. But could we see him go 4-1 and one and tie two-time WWE Hall of Famer Nature Boy Ric Flair Woo! with 16 title reigns? Let's not forget, Cena's also a two-time Royal Rumble match winner. As in 2008, Cena shocked the Madison Square Garden crowd, entering number 30 to win the Royal Rumble match. And 2013, became the four- Cena became the fourth man in WWE history at that time to have multiple Royal Rumble match victories by winning that year's match. On a personal note, class, 2011 saw the first time yours truly attended a Royal Rumble event. It was a cold, rainy evening in Boston, Massachusetts. I was sitting in the Bob Euchre section of the TD Gardens, witnessing history as former WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio was the first, excuse me, won the 40-man Royal Rumble match at number 38. Del Rio would then go on to WrestleMania 27 and challenge World Heavyweight Champion Edge in the opening bout of that event, which brings me to another historical fact WWE fails to mention. WWE has advertised over the years that the Royal Rumble winner receives a championship shot in the main event of that year's WrestleMania. Since 1993, only 14 Royal Rumble winners have actually main evented WrestleMania for a championship match. When I say main event, I mean close the show, last match on the card. 11 individuals I mentioned, Yokozuna in 1993, Bret Hart in 1994, Shawn Michaels in 96, Stone Cold Steve Austin in 98 and 2001, The Rock in 2000, Triple H in 2002, Brock Lesnar 2003, Chris Benoit 2004, Batista in 2005 and 2014, Randy Orton in 2009, and John Cena in 2013. The individuals who did not main event that year's WrestleMania but won their respective Royal Rumble matches, Shawn Michaels in 95, Stone Cold Steve Austin in 97, Rey Mysterio in 2006, The Undertaker 2007, John Cena 2008, Edge 2010, Alberto Del Rio 2011, and Sheamus 2012. Now the last two names on that list are the only Royal Rumble winners in history to receive their championship matches in the opening bout of that year's WrestleMania. And after all, of that we come to tonight where is the cookie crumble on the road to Wrestlemania who emerges champion will Roman Reigns top his impressive performance last year with a victory in the Rumble tonight will the Philadelphia crowd hijack the show if WWE creative storyline decisions don't suit them like Pittsburgh did last year will we see redemption for a returning Daniel Bryan in the Royal Rumble match who's going to be a surprise entrant who's your dark horse to win the Royal Rumble match How does this road to WrestleMania get paved tonight? 
One thing is for sure, whether you like them or not, you're bound to get some answers heading down the road to WrestleMania tonight with the 2015 Royal Rumble event. And there you have it, class. Until next month, class dismissed. Good stuff. Thanks, Dave. Uh, you know, I'm curious, do you do you have, like, a, a favorite Rumble moment, like, going back with history? I mean, you gave us such a comprehensive look at, uh, you know, some of the big things that have happened in history. Do you have, like, a, a favorite moment? Um, from the actual Rumble match itself? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I got a couple. The, the, the first one that popped to mind... Um, was probably um, when Bret Hart and Lex Luger tied the Royal Rumble. Um, I remember, and, and and this is funny too. This you know some some of you folks out there might be able to remember this, but uh, you know pay per views didn't air on Sunday evenings all the time. Um, I remember in particular it was my my parents for my birthday. My birthday falls in January. Would would tell me part of your gift is uh, you know we'll order the Royal Rumble on pay per view for you. You can have some friends over. Well, that year's Royal Rumble aired on a Saturday night, and uh, I mean at the time I was still I was a Hulk Hogan fan, so I was still trying to get into the guys that were a part of the WWF at that time that were replacing Hogan. Bret Hart was one of those guys, and so was Luger. So I'm still on the fence about either of them, and uh, when they both fell over the top rope, and then Jack Tunney came out, and the referees and Finkel couldn't make a decision, and they couldn't come up with a, with a decision. I was, I, I, I was confused. I was left as a child disappointed um, that they couldn't come up with a decision as to who was the real winner. Um, and I remember even one of my friends said to me, he goes, well, why don't they just restart the match with those two in it, and they could determine the winner? And they never did. Um, so that's that's probably the first one that comes to mind, and I would have to say, um, I mean, I've seen probably 2007. I went to Hooters with my brothers to watch the Royal Rumble, and it was the the year that the Undertaker won, um, entering at number 30, and that was also the year I went to my first WrestleMania. So I was, it was pretty cool that he got to win, and then he had that outstanding like 11 minute showdown with Shawn Michaels to close out that Rumble. Which then led to, of course, you know, a couple of years after that, their their famous match at WrestleMania 25. But those are probably just a few that just come to mind. Uh, what about you? It's funny that you brought that up because I was going to mention that, like the the 07. I mean, you know, there's certain guys that, uh, you know, just have a, a certain chemistry, and I, and I would love a, a DVD. Uh, you know, I I just I I want like Taker and Michaels to come out with a documentary, like a full on two-hour documentary, because you even go back with them to the, the first Hell in a Cell match, their casket match, uh, you know, they're, they're obviously their classics at WrestleMania, but, you know, it, it's it's like one of those things, like, it, it's rare that you got, you know, you know, a borderline almost bonus kind of, close to a classic match, albeit short, at the end of the actual Rumble match, and in 2007 with uh, Michaels and Taker, where, you know, you just kept figuring that, all right, you know, it's the last two guys, you know, give it a, a few minutes and, and they'll be done. And they gave you, like, 11 minutes, give or take, of just classic uh, wrestling. And it was just, uh, that was one of my favorite moments. I mean, I you know, obviously it's, it's widely believed that it was. You know, looking back, 92 is a great rumble, and the star power in that rumble is, is phenomenal. But, uh, 
Yeah, I'd say 07 is one of my favorites. But, you know, historically speaking, I mean, the one thing that I do love about the Rumble, and, you know, we've had hit or misses in, in WrestleManias in the past. Uh, we've had great ones. We've had some mediocre ones. We have ones, you know, maybe weren't crazy about. Um, I, I do think as far as the Royal Rumble, as much as, yeah, all right, there have been years where maybe you don't get a full pay-per-view, uh, a full, really good pay-per-view. But I do think it's really difficult to screw up the Rumble match. The Rumble match itself is is always a good time. It's always fun. Um, I've actually never been to it live, uh, but I've been, you know, with friends uh, generally in the living room. Uh, you know, it gets to a point where everybody in the living room is counting down the last 10 seconds. Um, you know, we've done in the past where... We pick numbers out of a hat. Everyone throws in $5, and whatever number you get, uh, that, that's your guy. And uh, so that adds some intrigue. So it's always a lot of fun, you know, and it's funny to see who people get. You know, you can wind up, you know, walking, you know, picking a number, and it's random, so you wind up getting a guy like The Undertaker. Or, lo and behold, Maven decides to make a comeback, and you wind up rooting for Maven in the Rumble. So, the pool has always been a, a fun event uh, during the Rumble. So I've always liked the Rumble because, uh, to me, you can't go wrong with that Rumble match. It's always a good time, and, and I'm looking forward to tomorrow night. And, and I think tomorrow night, what's really interesting about that is, aside from the Rumble match and the added intrigue of uh, you know, getting a championship match at WrestleMania, um, there's a pretty pivotal championship match going on where there's a lot of you know, ramifications surrounding this and a lot of different permutations that could happen. Um, you know, and we had talked about it before we went on the air. And one of the major, um, you know, important aspects of, of this championship match is is the booking. Um, because, and, and, you know, Dave, and, and chime in, you know, if if they put the championship, if they, it's a Royal Rumble event, and if the Rumble match is the main event, which is what it should be, there's a little bit of suspense of the other two guys that do not walk out of the triple threat match as champions. Do they wind up being surprise entrants in the Rumble? Obviously, if they decide to leave the triple threat match for the main event, then that factor does not come into play. Um, so right there, there's, there's a lot of uh, ramifications, a lot of uh, different permutations that could go into just where the booking is with this championship match. But there's so many things going on here, Dave, with Seth Rollins, you know, as much as we're hearing all about, like, Roman Reigns and possibly the heir apparent, right now, the heir apparent is Seth Rollins. He's the young guy who has thrust himself into the main event scene. He's the top heel in the company, and he's Mr. Money in the Bank. He was our uh, wrestler of the year can't say enough positive things of what this young wrestler has done in the early stages of his career. John Cena, man of the company, been the figurehead of the WWE, bankable superstar. You guys who hate on Cena can say it as much as possible. You can say it till you're blue in the face. But when it comes to bankable, the one guy in that company that they're always going to fall back on right now is John Cena because they know they he, he pays the bills. John Cena's the guy, and he's the proven guy. So, and he's on the verge of, of tying and perhaps down the road surpassing Ric Flair's record. And then you got the Beast Incarnate. 
absentee champion to some, you know, a tremendous talent, tremendous just, you know, his his run as champion. He beat the the Undertaker last year at WrestleMania and his contract status. Where is he going moving forward? You know, is it worth having a guy like Lesnar hang on and 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 ride into WrestleMania as champion when his contract could be up? So there's so many factors. You know, you look at this at, at, at first glance, at quick glance, and you just say, well, you know, all right, it's right, triple threat championship match. But, oh, my God, Dave, there are so many things going into this match, not the least of which we're heading right into WrestleMania season. Well, you said it. There's so much going on. And let me, let me break down and dissect each individual briefly. Let's start with the champion, Brock Lesnar, for instance, okay? It's been publicly known that there's a chance that he may not re-sign his contract with WWE and that he's entertaining offers to return to the world of MMA, both from uh, Bellator and uh, from the, uh, the UFC, where he you know, got, made a name for himself in MMA. Um, so the, m- most people would suggest that you don't want your champion heading into the biggest event of the year um, it, it, you don't want him to be the champion heading into the biggest event of the year if he's going to leave after that event. So it, it, would, be, it would be a safe bet that you could say that Brock Lesnar would drop the championship tomorrow night at the Royal Rumble. However, who's to say that they haven't kept contract talks under wraps between both parties and they have come to an agreement with Lesnar and Lesnar resigns with them? Who's to say that hasn't happened yet? Okay, and they, they they've been known to work the the internet, and they've been known to work the fans and the public. So that that's a possibility there. Okay, the one thing about Lesnar that's different about the two of these the other two men involved in this situation is that Lesnar is a big money draw. So if Lesnar goes to WrestleMania with a title or not. Regardless of who he's going to face, it's going to be a big money matchup. And whoever he faces is going to benefit from being in the ring with him. Now, let's go on to the first challenger, John Cena. Like you said, he's got a decorated record. He could eventually win the title. Will it do anything for, for him now? Will it make him bigger than he already is? In my opinion, no. But it seems to be that WWE in this generation wants to make John Cena be the greatest of all time. They, 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 they are marketing. This is the direction they are going in with him. They are marketing him to be the, the, the end-all, be-all, regardless of what kind of future that they've been building towards with other guys in the company. So Cena tying the record, I'm not a big fan of it, like I've said, but it's not going to shock me if it happens. Now, here's another interesting variable. Seth Rollins, okay? Seth Rollins has got that Money in the Bank briefcase. And a lot of people have suggested that Seth Rollins, if he is not successful the first time around with, with, with a title match, that he'll cash in on John Cena. And will it make for a very interesting, or, or Brock Lesnar, excuse me, whoever wins the title. Will it make for an interesting scenario? Absolutely. But I think that Money in the Bank cash is going to be saved for after WrestleMania. And I'll just briefly say that I wouldn't be surprised if it happens the night after WrestleMania when Raw is the most watched all year round. So I, I don't think Rollins will cash in at the Royal Rumble. That, that eliminates him. Um, 
but it, like you said, it also depends on the booking of the match, where they place it on the card. If you put that match before the Rumble match, then you probably have a good idea of who's going to win the Royal Rumble match. But if you place that match as the last match on the card to close out the evening, then there's probably more than just one or two possibilities as to who's going to win that Rumble match. And then that's when I... And I, I I know I just said a few minutes ago, Rollins will probably not cash in, but if they put that match on last, there's a good possibility we could see that cash in tomorrow night at the Royal Rumble. So there's a lot of different scenarios, a lot of different roads, a lot of different routes that you can take the championship match and where it's going to go. But I, it makes for our talk, for this show, and for, you know, as wrestling fans, for, for the, the build-up heading into tomorrow night's championship match, that much more exciting that we seriously don't know what direction WWE is going to take, you know, with the championship, which I find to be one of the most intriguing things as a wrestling fan, the, 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 the unknown of the situation and where it could potentially go. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, that, that's the thing, you know, you, you want to, I mean, you watch this stuff enough and, and, you know, for fans, you, you see patterns, you can pick up on things and, you know, case in point recently, you know, for SmackDown, you know, if if Daniel Bryant's not able to beat Kane, then he loses his space, his spot in the Royal Rumble. Well, thanks for killing any and all suspense going into that match because you knew there was no way that they were not going to have Daniel Bryant in the Royal Rumble match. So there's, you know, there are moments where creatively where you're like, you can do things where, you know, if you've watched it long enough or even if, if you haven't watched it that long at all, it's pretty easy to predict what's going to happen. I like, you know kind of going into something and and being in doubt. And you can make a prediction for any one of these guys, and, and it makes a whole hell of a lot of sense, um, which is great. I mean, you know, when I think about making a prediction on this match, I mean, really in my brain right now, it's like I am 33 and a third percent for each one of these guys. I mean, prediction-wise, I, I think you can make a case uh, for all of them. I totally agree with you, Dave. As much as you can disagree and and, and – you know, hopefully as, as when they start to actually say it, that the internet doesn't completely collapse. Um, but they are marketing John Cena to be the greatest of all time. That is their goal. That is what they're looking for. Um, and there's no, there's no two ways about it. And, and to be honest, look, I get people who I, I'll never label him the greatest of all time. Um, on the flip side, the WWE has grown tremendously during the time period that John Cena has been the top guy. He's had a quite a storied career. Are there a lot of limitations to, to his talent? Absolutely. Uh, am I putting him as the greatest of all time? Absolutely not. Um, but it's, it's pretty evident that that's where the WWE is heading towards. Um, so, you know, him, him, whether it's now or, or down the road a piece, it, it wouldn't shock me at all if we see him surpassing uh, Ric Flair's record at some point. Um, because that's the direction they're going in with the John Cena character. Um, so, I mean, there's so many, you know, ways. I mean, for a guy like Lesnar, he broke the streak. Uh, him heading into this WrestleMania as champion makes sense, too. Uh, there's just so many directions you can go in, which, again, for us as fans, that's how you want it. I mean, I would think that's how you want it. I mean, I do think there are a lot of fans out there that love pro wrestling and love watching pro wrestling as long as they get their way. And, and want to shit on any storyline, 
if it's not what they wanted. Um, so they, they don't think a storyline works if it's not exactly what they want it to happen. Um, to me, I, I'm kind of the opposite. If it uh, if it's out of left field, if it's not what I was thinking and it kind of works, I'm, I'm cool with that. I think surprising us and kind of going against the grain is really what we're all looking for, I, I would think. So who knows? And, and we'll, we'll reserve uh, a little bit to, to give our predictions on this match. We're going to go out to the phones and see what people are thinking uh, on the phone line. And we got Mr. Trivia on the line. Trivia, how are you doing this evening? Hey, guys, how are you doing? Doing all right. What are your thoughts on this uh, triple threat heavyweight championship match? Well, um, unfortunately, I think John Cena is going to win the match. And um, I don't think uh, Seth Rollins – I mean, if he cashes in, he'll probably – He'll probably lose, you know, being, you know, like Cena was the only one, I guess, to cash in and lose it. But I think, uh, I think uh, Seth Rollins will probably, well, no, no, I don't think he'll cash in. Excuse me, let me re, uh, retract my statement there. I uh, I don't think he'll cash in if Cena wins. I think he'll make it, uh, you know, interesting, probably give him a spear at the end or something and hold, stand up and hold a case above him and everything like that. But, uh Ken, you hit the nail on the head when you said who who didn't think Daniel Bryan wasn't going to win that match. I mean that was that was too obvious, and uh, I believe uh, I don't think he's going to win the Royal Rumble. I think Roman Reigns is going to win the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe uh, Roman Reigns will be a little bit better uh, fit to go against Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania if uh, you know if he uh, you know if he does come out on top and he does win it and. You know, that would be interesting. This is my pay-per-view that I look forward to before WrestleMania. But, guys, as I posted on your chat page, uh, is this the first time in a long time or the first time ever I can recall that the WWE's had a pay-per-view in March? Don't they usually skip a month? Because I know they have uh, this fast lane pay-per-view coming up next month, which is taking the place of the Elimination Chamber. But uh, is that something that they're doing where they're going to have one in March and then go right into WrestleMania? Would you like me to answer that? I can, yeah. I can tell you, WrestleMania, Wrestle, well, this isn't the first time they've they've done a pay-per-view in March. WrestleMania has been held in either March or, you know, the first weekend in April. Um, but this year's WrestleMania is going to be held at the end of March. So, um this is certainly not the first time this is something like this has happened. Oh, okay. I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't want to. You know, go around saying, "Well, no, they never had one." And thanks for clarifying that for me, Dave. Uh, hope you're feeling better. And uh, guys, what's your pick, Ken? Who are you picking to win the Royal Rumble? Um, you know what? Keep listening because we're gonna we're gonna dissect the Rumble match to uh, oh, uh, the latter half of the show. But uh, we're gonna reserve our, our picks for when we start talking about the Rumble match. But who, who's your pick? Who do you think is going to win the Rumble? I, I'm i leaning towards Roman Reigns. I think Reigns is going to do I it. I mean, I, I think Roman Reigns is going to eliminate the big slow by himself. And, uh, you know, I you know like Tony said, you know, he Tony had uh, three good good uh, good picks for the final three, Ziggler, Ryan, and Roman Reigns, which uh, those, those should be three good final three guys. But, uh I'm leaning towards Roman Reigns to win the Royal Rumble. So, guys, keep up the good work. Great show. Always enjoy listening to you, and uh, we'll talk to you later on. All right. Thanks a lot, Mr. Trivia. Have a good one. Enjoy the Rumble. Take it easy. And let's go back out to the phones. We 
some patient people. We got Anthony on the line. Anthony, how you doing this evening? How's it going, guys? Doing all right. What do you got? What are your thoughts? I mean, I'm, again, we're discussing it. I, I enjoy the uh, the big time question marks going into this championship match. Uh, what are your thoughts on this match? Uh, I enjoy it too. <clears throat> I think after Raw, which was one of the better Raws they've had in a while, uh, it, I was kind of fired up going into last week's Raw, and it kind of got me a little more fired up, and I'm super excited about it. And I think uh, Dave, I think you brought up a great point. The championship match. I think has to be after the Rumble because I've kind of been playing this out in my head all week and I kind of have a different winner based on who wins that match if it's before the Rumble. Like, the way I was seeing it is I've, I've kind of felt that they were trying to book it going into SummerSlam, Bryan versus Lesnar. So in my head I was like, well, if Lesnar wins that match, maybe Bryan wins the Rumble. And then I was kind of thinking... They've never really attacked the whole... They did it with Ambrose, but not with Reigns, the whole breaking up of the shield. So if Rollins was to win it, maybe Reigns wins the Rumble. And then, like I told you guys on Monday, I still think Ziggler's going to win it, or I'm, maybe that's more with my heart than my head, but that's my ultimate pick. But obviously, I think Ziggler... If Cena wins, I think Ziggler's going to win, and I think he's going to go over on Cena at WrestleMania which I think would be really cool. And I kind of agree with Ken with your point with the whole somewhat booking Cena to be the greatest of all time. I mean, it's hard to say who's the greatest of all time in anything, but I don't think in the fans' eyes, no matter how they book it, that will ever be true. But they do kind of give you the impression they are doing that. It was like an outstanding point you made. But I'm, I hope the matches, the championship matches last. And I'm going to stick with the Ziggler pick. And it kind of, again, I'm just super excited about it. I love Rumbles. I go to a couple different indie shows. I see some Rumbles live. They're always kind of cool. You always get the surprise entrance and things like that. Um, And I get the point, if you have the match first, then who could actually be in the Rumble from that match. But I also think Dave's point speaks more true, where if you see a winner of that match, uh, you can almost almost booking in your head more of where, where they're going with WrestleMania. And I kind of like all the what-ifs. You know, it, it makes it more fun. And and uh, Kenny brought up a great point earlier with people, oh, if they don't get their way, this sucks or whatever, which people, those kind of things drive me nuts as it is. But what they always say is when the guy they don't want to win wins, oh, it's too predictable. What they really wanted is is it to be predictable. They all wanted Daniel Bryan to win the Rumble last year. Well, to me, that would have been more than predictable. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword with that, but I like all the question marks. I mean, I don't think you could just say, definitively say who's going to do either win the championship match or win the Rumble. It's up in the air, and I think that's great, and I think that it's great going into uh, – <clears throat> excuse me, going into WrestleMania with all the question marks. We're going to have a lot of fun the next few months. Um, I'm actually watching SmackDown as we're talking. I thought uh, SmackDown was great this week. They went the Rusev-Ryback route a little early for me, but I thought the match was great, and they kind of got the cop-out win a little bit. And uh, I like the Ziggler and um, 
the Ziggler and Bad News Bear match. And Ziggler got the clean clean win. That one that was great too to get them back into the the Rumble. Saving my pick because I was like nervous. I'm like, oh, Ziggler gonna be in the Rumble. I picked him to win it before <laughs> I even knew he was gonna be in it. But uh, SmackDown's been great, and I'm just I'm excited about the product again, and I think that's the biggest thing. It's uh, yeah, all all great points, and I couldn't I couldn't agree with you more, man. It's I, I think what happens is like. You know, like people, and maybe it's it's a generational thing because uh, you know I, I think you just have a lot of spoiled brats out there. Um, but it's mm-hmm. like you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's saying something is too predictable and I hate it. It's just a way of kind of you know not saying I'm a brat and I didn't get my way. It's like a, <laughs> it's, a, it's a a better way to say it. they're not admitting that they're just not getting their way. It's like oh man, I hate that. It's too predictable. Um, but it's, and again, like it's funny. I enjoy that. I mean, I, I've had, you know, many, we do the predictions on this show, uh, you know, every pay-per-view, and I've had pay-per-views where I've done great, I've had pay-per-views where I've, I've done really poorly, um, you know, and it's just, but I I just enjoy, I enjoy when they, they throw me for a loop and they, and they try something different, and the bottom line, if you predict that something's going to happen and it doesn't happen, you shouldn't be pissy that you didn't get your own way, because that's the definition of unpredictable they did something different so enjoy the rod and i agree with you i think uh if done right creative right now has got uh it's you know an opportunity uh creative right now in the wwe has has a fairly blank slate that uh if if they re, you know they, they have the potential or at least the, the makings of uh putting together a really kick-ass wrestlemania season and let's face it when you look at this championship match doesn't necessarily mean that whoever wins this match is going to be the champion going into WrestleMania. It may very well be the case, but, you know, the championship could change. So um, lots of things to look forward to in this season. Looking forward to heading up to Connecticut, Anthony, and enjoying the Rumble. Always great stuff. Thanks a lot for the call. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. And uh, I just want to throw one quick quick one in there. You were talking about the uh, Royal Rumble pools, and I'm rooting for Dave to not get El Torito this year. I felt bad for him when he got El Torito last year. He was like, are you kidding me? He was going nuts about it. So, Dave, I hope you get somebody good this year. I'm rooting for you, brother. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you. You know, it's funny. I've been doing the the Rumble uh, pool for years with friends. And uh, the one year I won was with Triple H. I got Triple H in there. And you can tell, what what year was that? That was 2002. Very good. That's that's you're awesome with that stuff. Um, oh, yeah, I'm the man. And whoever whoever was was in charge of the 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 honorable individual that was going to hold the pot uh, walked off with the pot. So the one time I actually would have won money at the Rumble, Jackass, who I I have no I don't know him, walked walked off with with the money. So oh, that's, that's a, a bunch of malarkey. Isn't it a bunch of malarkey? That's a, that's a bunch of malarkey. And, you know, there was a lot of drinking involved that night. So I didn't, like, at the end, I was like, I woke up the next day. I was like, wait a second. I didn't get my money last night. (laughs) That is the number to call. Let's go back out to the phones. And we got Mike on the line. Mike, Mike, how are you doing this evening? Hey, guys. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. What do you got? What are your thoughts on this championship match? Oh, man, I tell you, the championship match is going to be a great, it's it's going to be a great match. I see Lesnar leaving the belt with, uh, I see Lesnar leaving the place with the belt. I I don't think that Cena and Rollins is going to beat him, and uh, that's what I think about that. 
Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't argue with you. I mean, I do think, uh, you know, you can make a case for him, especially the the, the guy who ended the streak. Uh, is any way to, you know, help make this championship run look a little bit stronger? It's to, uh, you know, have him win this triple threat match. I, I found it interesting on Raw, where you know, not that I'm, I'm naive enough to say they're going to start pushing Lesnar as a face, but. Uh, I thought it was interesting how uh, he went after members of the authority, got a nice pop, and I don't care how often he does it. Man, every time Lesnar puts up uh, Big Show into an F5, that, that's just damn impressive to me. That's, ama- that's an amazing feat. But the one match that I'm looking forward to is the Ascension versus, oh, you didn't know? That's what's going to be good tomorrow night. My boys are coming back. My good friends, the New Age Outlaws. I can't wait. Really? You can't wait for that match? I can't wait for it. Can't that's wait. The match, that's the match you want to talk about? That's the match I want to talk about. <laughs> that's the match I want to talk about, baby. I'm DX down to the socks, baby. I'm D-Generation X. I mean, in all fairness, well, it is cool. Remember, that, like, the, new age, the New Age Outlaws can still go. Um, so, I mean, when you have this, this ascension and they're going after historical tag teams, I mean, it should be a decent match, but... Wow, man. I, I mean, the Ascension. And I, what what are your thoughts, Dave? I, I mean, incredibly disappointing so far. I mean, get them a manager or something, but just for God's sake, take the microphone out of their hands. Oh, they it, they they kind of had a, um, issues from the start. I mean, the the, the, the promos haven't done them any justice. Um, I mean, the only thing that I like about it is that people crap all over is the fact that they did kind of mock Demolition and mock the Legion of Doom and the Powers of Pain and other great tag teams, but I think that that is—I think that was done purposely to, you know, get them to this point tomorrow night with the Outlaws, you know, so that they can start their reign of dominance. I mean, I think that was—I think it was purposely done. People crap all over it and say, "Oh, it was disrespectful," or "Oh, this and that." It's wrestling. They're trying to get heat. Okay, I, mean, I think it was unfair to them in the sense that they were compared that they. But the company put them in that position to compare them to guys like Demolition and the Road Warriors. But at the same time, you could take a positive out of this negative and going forward tomorrow night with my prediction, I'll go with the Ascension in a dominant victory over the New Age Outlaws. And you could start their Ascension, pun intended, to, you know, up, to, up to the top of the tag, tag team ranks in WWE. It would not surprise me. Now here's, now, here's another thing. Before I go any further, there's a rumor, and it's just strictly a rumor, that WWE has been in negotiations with the Dudley Boys, Bubba and Devon, Bully Ray, you know, from TNA. Everyone knows who they are. That they could be surprise entrants in the Royal Rumble match tomorrow night. If it's true that they are going to bring them back into the company, which I've heard that it might be in a form of a training position at NXT, I think that they would be suited to work against the Ascension if you're trying to build the Ascension as like one of the most dominant tag teams in the history of the business. So it wouldn't surprise me if tomorrow night they beat the Outlaws and somehow we get some sort of groundwork being laid for a match with the Dudley Boys if the Dudley Boys are returning to WWE. I mean, they're in Philadelphia tomorrow night, so you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm hearing that they're already signed, sealed, and delivered for tomorrow night. Your camp told you that? Yeah, you know, the camp, yeah, the camp, the same camp that tells everybody that you're a big history and you're a Royal Rumble guy. And then you are. You're very smart, Dave. But the one thing I can tell you about tomorrow night, and this is the truth, is that 
we're going to see we're going to see the Dudleys tomorrow night. You can bank on that. I hope so. I mean, I'd love to see it. I think they're the perfect foil for the Ascension. Um, you know, I, I love Bully Ray. I, I think it's it's a it's a great matchup. The um, Outlaws are know, better I, than them, though. The Outlaws are better than the Dudley Boys. You could take that to the bank too. I guess it's it's a matter of opinion. Um, <laughs> I think you know, the, and, and, the great, I, and the greatest of all time, I believe, the greatest of all time in wrestling. With which, which, uh, which definitely to me, if someone asked me, I'd have to say the the uh, the my my thing would go, go to Hulk Hogan. Definitely, he's the greatest. There's nobody that could touch him. I mean, uh, yeah, Bruno San Martino was good, but you know what? Hulkamania started it, man, with the Hulkamania, and the, oh, it's just crazy. I would agree with you there. The thing that I do like though about the Dudley the the Dudley Boys coming back is you know you can. Look, I, I think most wrestling fans would agree the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors, were the greatest tag team of all time. I think most people would agree there. The New Age Outlaw is one of the best tag teams of all time. But the thing with the Dudleys is that they're the most decorated tag team of all time. The amount of championships these guys have won. So they are very decorated. And you could make that case if you want to bring, it, bring them in as the, quote, best tag team ever. I don't give the Dudleys that, but they are marketable as the best tag team ever. So if they show up and go after the Ascension, to me that that would be very, you know, very good. And obviously the both of them are very good on the microphone. It, it could be a fun run. And, and, you know, if they show up in some way, shape, or form, uh, if the Ascension wind up being in the Rumble match and then the Dudleys show up for the Rumble match, I would not be opposed to seeing the Dudleys versus the Ascension at WrestleMania. So um, that could be very very entertaining television uh, moving forward. I'm curious, Mike, who do you think is going to win the Rumble match this year? Scooby-Doo. <laughs> hey, Justin? Scooby-Doo, I think. <laughs> In all seriousness, who do you think is going to win the Rumble? In all seriousness, all seriousness, I see a billboard for WrestleMania, and the billboard shows... Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. So I think Roman Reigns is going to win. That was actually a fake on online. Somebody posted that. I seen it. Read them online. I seen it in the. I seen it out the out the in on Broadway. What are you talking about? On Broadway, okay. On Broadway, you know where they dropped the ball. I seen it. Times Square. They put a billboard up there. Okay. Um, But I tell you what, that painted face freak. That'll stick you to stay out of my business. Our business. That painted face freak who nobody was talking about. The stinger. You know he's got some set coming down to Monday Night Raw, sticking his nose and face in everyone's business, and the game's going to put him through the mat. And that's going to be at WrestleMania. I would agree. I think that's that. That's one of the matches I think you could bank on that we're going to see. well, Triple H is probably going to lose again because he's all about putting people over. And everybody says, oh, Triple H is not one of the best, which, in my opinion, after what he did on Monday Night Raw, was one of the best acts I think the guy's ever done in his, in his life. Triple H, being the man that he is, being the father that he is, catering to the kids and he's a heel. I mean, I, I think that's great. I mean, the guy's all over Good Morning America. That's crazy. I agree, you know, I'm, not... looking forward to, I'm looking forward to my first Royal Rumble in Philadelphia. I can't wait. I'm excited. 
Yeah, I got goose pimples all over. I'm ready. I think it's going to be a great match. It's great uh, pay-per-view. I think it's going to be entertaining as we head hey, guys, into... guys, what do you think about bringing Animal back with Tide and Ryan? I don't know. How about that one? What did you say, Dave? I said, why don't you tell us for the next 45 minutes how great it is to bring Animal back? To bring I Animal guess, back? I don't buy... You like, Animal, it, it, right? In any way, shape, or form, I don't bring... I, I only bring Animal back as, like, a a manager type uh, in in someone's corner type figure. Uh, I don't necessarily want to see Animal uh, getting in the ring, and I certainly you don't want to see you know the tug, You know the tugboat, the tugger, to- was talking on um, the Top Rope Report with uh, our good friend, Mr. Trivia, and he was talking about how sore Animal is. The only thing I can say about the Ascension, my only problem is, is that they had them beat jobbers. That's my problem. You know, you bring them in, you have them beat jobbers. You don't even have them beat top talent. That's why tomorrow night the teachers are going to teach them a lesson, and we're going to do it doggy style. I can't wait. All right, Mike. Thanks a lot for the phone call. Enjoy the rumble and look forward to. Oh, forget that I'm going. I'm heading out in a little in a little while. I'm going to the Eyesaw Center tonight for WWE Live. I can't wait, and Chris Jericho is going to be there. Can't wait to meet him. I'm going to meet him tomorrow morning. Post something on our Facebook. Let us know how the show. Yeah, well, works. tomorrow I will. I'll, maybe I'll post a picture of me and Chris Jericho or me and Eric Bischoff, EZE, because I'm going to give them the NWO salute. I love Eric Bischoff. So I'll be seeing those guys tomorrow in Philly. Can't wait to be there. Royal Rumble. We're running wild. I'm running wild. I can't wait. We're gonna. It's gonna. It's what you're gonna do when Micah Mania runs wild on you. I can't wait. Sounds good, Mike. Thanks for the call. All right, you got it, brother. See you guys soon. <laughs> Thanks, bye, bye. And there you have it as we venture into the wonderful mind of, of Mike Ferrara. Always, always a treat. And, uh, yeah, so we talked a little bit about the Ascension. It was funny because we, we met about the show. We're like, let's just talk about the two big matches because that's all anyone really wants to talk about. And, of course, Mike comes on and throws the curveball. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I, you know, as much as I think it's, it's the feel-good story and it's fun bringing back uh, New Age Outlaws, I don't think it's going to quite be a squash, but I, I think the Ascension are going to are going to win that matchup. I, I uh, I'd be shocked if the Ascension doesn't, but I would I would love. I I actually said this like a, a little while ago uh, to a friend. Uh, if all this with the Ascension leads to the Dudleys coming to the WWE, um, I would absolutely love that. I, I think that would be tremendous, and uh, you know, start shaping up uh, the mid card going into WrestleMania. I'd love to see the Dudleys versus the Ascension. Um, you know, we got a hint of it on SmackDown. We saw, um, you know, Ryback versus Rusev. Uh, do we see a U.S. title match in the mid-card at WrestleMania between these two? We'd love to see that. So, uh, you know, good stuff maybe coming down the pike. But let's get into it, Dave, because we got to talk about the Rumble match itself. As You know, I'll give my prediction first. Uh, as, as we look at the three uh, competitors in the matchup and uh, – you know, it, it's one of those things where in a triple threat match, lots of screwy things can happen. You know, uh, you know, Lesnar doesn't even have to be involved in the decision, obviously. So you could have Rollins pin Cena, you could have Cena pin Rollins uh, to win the matchup. Uh, so a lot of different things can happen with everything that you're hearing and we're hearing about contract negotiations. Now, granted, things happen. The WWE, I'm not naive. They float out false stories all the time. Um, contract thing, uh, you know, Lesnar could be signed for the next two years for all we know. 
So taking everything with a grain of salt, you hear things, you hear the rumors, you read the dirt sheets, you try and get an idea of what the truth is, but sometimes everything you read is farthest from the truth. However, I'm going to go with that and think that Lesnar uh, is, is not long for the WWE. Uh, he'll be out uh, soon, uh, going into WrestleMania with a lame duck champion. Uh, does not work. Uh, there's no suspense for the championship match. Uh, I think they got to get that strap off of Lesnar. Um, I don't think it's time yet for Seth to uh, cash in. And, and prediction-wise... Uh, I'm going to go with John Cena. I think Cena is going to win this matchup. Um, the one thing that I, I, I will say as a fan, uh, I, I do find it unfortunate with the uh, contract um, situation as a fan. If what I want to happen, I would want Lesnar uh, to win this matchup as well, to hold on to that title, to really build this championship run. The guy who beat the streak, the guy that, that's take, that takes all comers, and then, uh, you know, goes up against, uh, you know, someone who's actually finally going to bring him down at WrestleMania. Uh, that's what I'd like to see as a fan. I, I hope we get a good creative run uh, in these next few months, but I do think that we're going to see John Cena uh, walking away with the WWE Championship. Well, I mean, it's it's a fair assessment, you know, a fair, you know, uh, you know a prediction because, you know, it, it's a strong possibility. Considering all the circumstances and things that we have heard, and like we say, it's all speculation, rumors at this point. But I mean, I, there's, I, I'm, I'm still. I, it, that's what makes this so interesting, is that there is a lot of different variables to determine a winner here. Um, I think Rollins was brought in partially to eat a good uh, for a good part of this to eat the pinfall. So that this doesn't kill Lesnar, um, and I think because Rollins has that money in the bank briefcase, and because he's been very successful since his since his uh, you know his singles run began last year, that I think we could see you know I think we're not going to see a money in the bank cash in, but I think Rollins having that briefcase and losing um, doesn't you know taking the pinball in this match doesn't hurt him. Um, like I said, I'm still kind of torn. I mean, if you want to get – all right, if you want to go predictions, I'm, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go with John Cena. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with John Cena winning this. I mean, you're right. Brock Lesnar going, in going into WrestleMania's champion, there's no suspense because there is knowledge that he could possibly, you know, be leading the company after WrestleMania. But I think what took place on Monday – and I wanted to bring this up when he – about it. When Lesnar came in and cleaned house on the authority on Monday, it kind of plants the seeds, I think, that if Lesnar's leaving, if he's leaving, and he's not going to resign, that Heyman's going to turn on him on the way out the door, and we could see Heyman align up with, uh, align with Seth Rollins and be like his mouthpiece and add more to that act. So, I don't think Lesnar eats the pinfall. I think he he, it's not you know he won't get hurt in this. Rollins won't get hurt in this. Cena takes the win and ties Flair's record. And then of course you know, I'll bring up you know my my Rumble prediction later when we talk about that as well and why that person's going to face John Cena. So all right, I'm going. Cena wins the title. 
And it is, and I, which again, I enjoy. It's such a difficult uh, prediction to make because because of everything going on. And even like one of the things I, I, I thought about like coming out of Monday night is, you know, the Philadelphia crowd and how, you know, does WWE, you know, do they want everyone to crap all over the end? John Cena wins. You know, were they kind of, you know, giving Brock a little little face, a little baby face-ish pop? Uh, so when and if he wins at the Rumble, that uh, the crowd can get behind it a little bit. Um, you know, there's so many things going on. But, again, with all the question marks and, and the contract and, and thinking that maybe, you know, Seth is not ready to be holding the title heading into WrestleMania, um, you know, that's why I'm going with Cena. But like I said, I mean, right now, like I said earlier, 33 to 3rd% for each guy. So maybe I up that to 34 uh, for, for John Cena. But that's really my prediction. I mean, I'm not going to be shocked if any one of these three um, come out with the championship. Uh, you know, as a fan, like I said, I would like to see Lesnar hold on to it, but I, I think we're going to go with, with Cena. Um, which leads us to... Um, the Rumble match, and, uh, you know, before, look, there's going to be 30 guys in this match. We lobbied, as far as we know, it didn't happen. We lobbied to get Nunzio, little Guido, uh, into the, the Royal Rumble matchup because we need some ECW representation. Um, I don't know if it happened. He hasn't told me that he got a phone call, so, unfortunately, I guess our campaign maybe came up a little bit short, but who knows? He's a professional. Maybe he's keeping it a secret, and he'll show up. I'm not going to put his, put him down as my prediction for him to win the Rumble, but I do think we're going to get some surprised entrants that really have like little to no shot at winning the Rumble. Um, we may have some ECW originals pop up uh, because it's in Philadelphia. Again, guys that, that have no shot to win the Rumble. Uh, do we get a surprise entrant? Uh, I, I saw, I don't know who brought it up, but on our Facebook thread, um, Orton, you know, do we see Orton come back and make a surprise uh, uh, return in the Rumble matchup? I think uh, Orton's a guy you can make a case for a, as a candidate winning the Rumble. Um, but before the show, the guys that we know in the Rumble, Dave and I discussed, and really we came up with um, six names that you could legitimately make a case for. Uh, if you wanted to add Orton into the mix, surprise entry in a seventh name, but really six names. Reigns, Ambrose, Daniel Bryan, Dolph Ziggler, and Rusev uh, that you could really make a case for in, in winning the Rumble. And when I look at those guys, and as I think about it more and more, for me, Dave, I, I would eliminate Rusev right off the bat. I think we're still going to continue uh, to see a build with him with this U.S. title. As, you know, kudos to Triple H. It hasn't been all gangbusters, but we've seen an increase in prestige to the the lesser titles in the WWE. So I think we're going to continue to see him have a strong run with the U.S. title, but not winning the Rumble. He'll have a strong showing. Maybe we see Ryback eliminate him to uh, facilitate that feud further. Um, but I eliminate him right off the bat from that group. But as we look at that, I mean, those guys, I'd be shocked if anyone outside of those guys wins the Rumble. Well, before I talk about those six individuals, you know, it's it's interesting that you bring Randy Orton up and and surprise entries. There's been and I will I will address some of the rumors that I've heard. There's been rumors of Van Dam making Rob Van Dam making an appearance, Philadelphia former ECW guy um, in the Royal Rumble match. There's been talk of Bo Dallas returning 
um, and being involved in the Royal Rumble match, which isn't really that much of a surprise, I guess, but maybe that's the company's way of reintroducing him to TV. There's been talk of Diamond Dallas Page entering the Royal Rumble match. Obviously, for a one-shot kind of deal, maybe that will lead to a Hall of Fame induction. The Dudley Boys name, like I said earlier, they've been rumored to to possibly have uh, entry into the Royal Rumble match. As of right now, there's only 23 guys that are listed to be involved in the Royal Rumble match. That's seven spots. Now, normally, the Rumble, you do about three, maybe four surprise entries um, of guys that are coming back for a one-off kind of thing. Um, it's, it's rumored that Orton's going to be one of those surprise entries. Now, Orton's the most interesting one that I'm going to discuss here as far as surprise entry goes because his surprise entry is going to have the most impact. We mentioned Seth Rollins earlier in the championship match. A lot of people expect that if Rollins doesn't win that match, it's because of Orton's involvement, because Orton will make a surprise return. But what I think is going to happen, like I said, I'm I'm still going with the John Cena prediction, and I'm still going with Seth Rollins eating that pinfall. But Seth Rollins could also easily insert himself into the Royal Rumble match. That would be his second chance at trying to get an opportunity at the title. Orton could be the surprise to spoil it for him, setting the two of them up going into WrestleMania. As far as the other six guys that we've discussed, like I, I agree with you. Rusev, he's on the right path, but not yet. Royal Rumble victory, no. Does he have a chance? Yes, but I, I don't think this year. Um, I mean, the other, the other individuals, like I said, now that John Cena is the, I, the one that I've picked, to win the Royal Rumble match or the, the championship match at the Royal Rumble. I mean, are, are, are we getting into predictions here? Because I can give you three possibilities as to who could face him at WrestleMania. Go ahead. Why not? All right. And I will, I will give you these three possibilities as to who's going to face him, and then I'll choose one. First off, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler was the guy to help Team Cena beat the authority and get rid of the authority for all those glorious five weeks that they were off television, which meant jack and shit to WWE storylines, according to most of the internet wrestling fans. Dolph Ziggler was also the one that looked the most devastated when they got fired. And yes, John Cena did get their job back, but Dolph Ziggler could still harbor some resentment towards John Cena for not getting the recognition that he deserved for sticking by Cena, which in turn, they could they could incorporate that into his championship quest to face John Cena at WrestleMania. Now, the other one, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, a lot of the fans don't want to see him win the Royal Rumble. They are in Philadelphia. If Roman Reigns won the it all depends on how they book the, the matches, but if the championship match were to go on before the Royal Rumble match and Roman Reigns were to win, knowing that the audience has seen John Cena win the title, I don't think the Philadelphia audience will hijack the show as much as, they, as Pittsburgh did last year because they will know that Reigns is going to dethrone John Cena, and that would be better than seeing what they currently see with John Cena as a champion. And they could also play at the storyline that Reigns 
is you know the heir apparent to the throne. Cena has always said in promos, "I'm the I'm the I'm the one that the future goes to. I'm the face that runs the place." They can incorporate all that into the build for a Roman Reigns John Cena championship match, and then you have John Cena and Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, a third pick to win the Royal Rumble. Daniel Bryan never got an official rematch. He never lost the title. Um, and Daniel Bryan, he defeated Cena clean the one time at SummerSlam a couple of years ago, which started the whole authority storyline with Triple H and Randy Orton with the money in the bank and all that good stuff. Well, they can incorporate into this build that Cena wants so badly to beat the guy that he's never beat. And, but he's got this mutual respect for Daniel Bryan. And this could be the main event that the authority couldn't control. You know, the authorities got beef with Daniel Bryan. They got beef with John Cena. This is the main event that they don't have their hands, you know, all over. So those are the three possibilities of, the Royal, of, of who could win the Royal Rumble and face the new champion, John Cena, at WrestleMania. And as far as my prediction goes, out of those three guys, I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan. I think Daniel Bryan and John Cena at WrestleMania for the title, I think Daniel Bryan wins the Royal Rumble, and it's not about, like, Daniel Bryan's meteoric rise to the championship with the authority breathing down his neck. This is all about two guys on equal footing, mutual respect for the championship, and I and I wouldn't mind seeing this match again because these two had a fantastic match at SummerSlam a few years ago, and Cena had a uh, like a like a like a huge thing in his elbow in that match, you know. And he was he wasn't 100, percent but it was still a great match. So I think we're going to see Brian Cena for the title, and as far as Reigns go, I think Reigns is still going to come out looking good out of this. I think Lesnar's going to enter the Rumble match somehow, and he's going to go at it with Reigns, and he's going to cost Reigns the match, and Reigns is going to be the guy end the streak, to beat the guy who ended the streak. And that's going to be Reigns' big notch on his belt before he gets the championship. As far as Ziggler goes, I don't know, but he's still going to be an integral part of storylines heading into WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, it's so difficult because, you know, the prediction for, for the Rumble, you know, depends. So, you know, it's, you know, you predict Cena to win the, the championship match. It's like, all right, what do you want to see? Uh, you know, at WrestleMania. I mean, it's interesting because, you know, if Daniel Bryan wins the Rumble, um, you know, you're really at WrestleMania going to have purely a a heel reaction uh, for John Cena. I mean, John Cena, is, it's been mixed uh, at times, but, you know, I think the crowd, as far as pro and against, it's going to be kind of a 90-pro uh Daniel Bryan, ten percent pro Cena, uh, if that, um, which 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 could be very interesting. Um, I got to be honest with you, for for myself as a fan, um, and I love Daniel Bryan. I, I don't want to see it. I, I don't want to see, uh, you know. And I know, like, I, there's probably a lot of people out there that, uh, you know, uh, on internet land that that now hate me, and uh, and, I, and I'm okay with that. Uh, but I, um, I don't know, like his his. Uh, his run towards WrestleMania last year, uh, I don't necessarily want to see uh, his run towards WrestleMania again this year. Um, uh, personally, if if, uh, if I had my druthers, and, and again, it's like one of those things, almost like Anthony said, whether you're going to go with your head or your heart. Um, you know, I, I, 
I'd like to see uh, Daniel Bryan have a, a run at, at SummerSlam. I'd like to see him get his, his finally get his championship at, shot at SummerSlam, uh, the biggest party of the summer, the WrestleMania of the summer. Um, I, I, that's where I'd like to see him finally break through. Um, as a, you know, I also think in terms of a businessman, um, you know, if I'm running the WWE and all the injury issues that Daniel Bryan had, I don't know at this point if I'm ready to put him uh, in the driver's seat as far as main eventing WrestleMania. And that, that's one of the things that kind of pulls me back a little bit from predicting Daniel Bryan. Would I be shocked? Absolutely not. Uh, he is very popular. Um, to me, with Daniel Bryan heading towards WrestleMania, I, I say you use the Philadelphia crowd and, and you build someone, uh, you get someone some, some serious heat by uh, doing something slightly underhanded. Uh, to eliminate Daniel Bryan uh, and and maybe head towards that sort of feud at, at WrestleMania. I mean, but it's again, which I think is cool going into this this WrestleMania season. I mean, all of your scenarios, Dave, make sense. Um, you know, everything being equal, uh, Daniel Bryan versus Cena would make sense. Um, and it's interesting, like having a main event that uh, does not involve the Authority. Uh, and the other things is you know that involve this in making predictions is is how the event is booked. Do you have a you know do you have something where a, a Brock Lesnar you know so many scenarios? But do you have a you know a Brock Lesnar not involved with the pin uh, in in the championship match and the championship match happens before the Rumble and irate Brock Lesnar uh, puts himself in the Rumble match and just comes there and absolutely cleans house in the Rumble match. Um, you know, would be entertaining. Again, is there a contract signed out there that we don't know about? Uh, is there something like that? Like you said, do we see Seth Rollins uh, put himself in the Rumble match? Uh, where do we leave Ziggler? Uh, you know, guys like that uh, heading towards WrestleMania. A, a guy like Dean Ambrose who, you know, we looked at the Shield for a long time, and, and when the Shield was together, uh, Dean Ambrose uh, kind of as far as development uh, clearly in third place, uh, you know, and, and be honest with yourselves, you think he was the best in the Shield. He was not. Um, now that he's gotten on his own, he's been able to be Dean Ambrose and really embrace this Dean Ambrose character. Um, the guy has skyrocketed, even uh, outperforming, outselling John Cena at times as far as merchandise. Uh, not consistently, but he has outsold him at times, you know. That's a guy that, and I'm not predicting Dean Ambrose, but when you see a guy who's really... Uh, rising up there and really uh, putting himself in a place where, you know, maybe he is a bankable star, kind of that anti-hero. Um, you know, is he is he a guy that they want to bank on? So uh, there's, there's so many questions going into this match, and, and it's tough because as I'm making a prediction, it's like, well, if i I got to stand by my prediction with John Cena and think of, you know, who would be the best opponent for Cena going into WrestleMania. But like I said, who knows if John Cena wins this matchup if he's champion heading into WrestleMania? Do we see something screwy happen? Do we see a cash-in? Do we see a title change at the next pay-per-view? Who knows? But I, I am going with, and it, it sucks because I, I, I worry about the Philadelphia crowd and if the WWE is going to worry about the Philadelphia crowd. But I just think coming out of last year, um, the Warrior finally coming back, uh, getting inducted in the Hall of Fame, obviously the unfortunate uh, nature of him passing away so shortly after uh, the great WrestleMania weekend. Um, 
that whole face versus face main event, the Hogan versus Warrior thing was talked about so much. I, I think having a, a guy like John Cena going against the heir apparent, uh, two quote faces heading into WrestleMania, kind of like you let, uh, alluded to, Dave, uh, I don't think they're all going to, you know, pe- fans are not going to crap all over Reigns winning uh, the Rumble if the, the outcome of the pay-per-view is that he will be going against uh, a John Cena. I think the biggest thing is that Reigns has to really look good in this matchup, and he looked great last year. Uh, needs to capitalize on what he did last year. Um, so my prediction, honestly, I'm going to go with Roman Reigns uh, to win the, the, the Rumble match this year, uh, go in a new direction, and we're going to see uh, some new blood headed into this main event at WrestleMania. So, uh, we differ there. So we, we, we predicted the, the main event, the same, different predictions for the Rumble match. But again, you know, as I like, as I blather on and on about this match, um, it, it, it's really difficult, Dave. It, it's really difficult to, you know, really stamp down and say definitively this is the guy because there's so many different directions the WWE can go in. And creative, if they do it the right way, so many different directions that could work. Head to WrestleMania. Well, absolutely. Um, you know, it's, you know, it's interesting that you brought up the Reigns factor because I still believe in my Daniel Bryan pick. I picked with my heart. I didn't pick with my head. Okay, and I did that last year. I forget who I picked last year to win the Royal Rumble. Um, I, I want to say I picked Daniel Bryan because he was so on fire, but he wasn't even in the match, um, and. So I, I I picked I picked Brian this year because I picked it with my head because I thought the, the chemistry he had with Cena was good. I still believe there's a chance that you know Reigns will be the one to win it and will face Cena at WrestleMania. Um, but with as far as Reigns goes, I mean, you know him and Cena. Yes, the audience will not crap all over it, but. The, the outcome at WrestleMania, I personally think we could see the Money in the Bank cash-in take place. I know I said earlier in the show, night after WrestleMania, Monday Night Raw, but it wouldn't surprise me is that the end of WrestleMania next, you know, the, the, in March, if it's Cena and Reigns, and Reigns wins the belt, but only for a brief second, and Seth Rollins cashes in that money in the bank. You close out with Rollins as the champion after WrestleMania. And then, then the audience can get behind Reigns to march towards the title, maybe at SummerSlam or something along those lines. I mean, I just think with Reigns, I've said it before, he's the man, okay? He's going to be the man someday. I'm not jumping off that bandwagon like most of you people that are listening who have been behind Roman Reigns but now jumped off his bandwagon because his promo ability's been in the toilet as of late. He's still going to be the man someday. I, I think you wait another year. But give him, give him something that the people could latch on to, a reason to want to see him be the champion. And that's what I think's been missing in his build, is that you haven't had a real reason to get behind the guy, other than the fact that he, 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 he's had impressive outings in, in big matches in the ring. I mean... The Roman Reigns that people got behind was the one that was the silent but very deadly 
killer type. I mean, the guys he went through, he went a couple years ago at Survivor Series. He eliminated, like, almost all of one team. Um, you know, his Royal Rumble performance last year. But the, the, another key to the audience not turning on him is the fact that you don't want to bring him in so late in the Rumble. Because that's what happens with some guys. They bring the, the obvious winners towards the end, like 27, 28, you know. Um, and, and then once that number comes in, like, people are just people are just like, ah, damn, all right, here, here goes my pick. Like, he, this guy's going to win. And, like, Batista last year, he came in at 28. Everybody knew he was going to win. Everybody knew he was going to win. You hold out that... You held out that hope that Daniel Bryan was going to come in at number 30, but you knew deep down Batista was really going to win. That was the direction WWE wanted to go in. I would put Reigns early in the match. Now, I'm not talking like three or four or five. I'm talking maybe like 12, 13, 14, 15, about like the halfway point. See what he's made of with all those other guys. You know, you could, build, you could beef up the ring and... You can kind of hide Roman Reigns' you know, his, uh, his flaws with about ten other guys in that ring because there's so much action going on in the Royal Rumble. But if you put him in towards the end, I think people are going to see, like, oh, well, this is the obvious favorite. They're, they're, they're protecting him. They're going to put him in at 27 or 28. He's going to you know, clean house with, like, four or five guys. Like you said, he's got to top the performance from last year. So if he has an impressive performance entering at, you know, like I said, the 12 to 15 mark, and really shows his stuff, then I don't think the audience is going to crap on him as much. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. I mean, it's it really is how he performs and, and you know, how he looks. If, if uh, You know, and, and who he eliminates um, that really can, can serve to help put him over. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a shame. I mean, it really is a shame with, uh, you know, wrestling fans and, and, you know, how high people were on Reigns and... Uh, Look, I mean, the guy had a hernia. And, you know, can we give the guy a break? I mean, look, his, no joke, his promos have sucked. I mean, they, they've been rough to listen to um, and need a lot of work. Uh, but to, to just, like, completely jump off the bandwagon, I mean, he's young, he's got some talent, he's, he's got a great look, he's got a great lineage, Um you know, give the guy a break, and uh, you know it, it's a shame how, you know, right now. I mean, even it's it's one of those things where, like, you know, if, if the, the the fan base, if if they get even the the inkling, the perception at all that the the com- as good as a guy could be, if the company wants him to succeed, if the company is putting him in that that main event spot, if if he is the quote heir apparent to be the quote face of the company. Well, if, if the WWE in and of himself wants the guy, well, it doesn't matter how talented he is, all of a sudden the Internet's going to crap all over him. And, uh, you know, I do think he's going to be a main event guy. Uh, he's got a lot of work to do, and maybe this is the beginning of, of the build for him. Uh, again, I think it is because I'm predicting him to win. I think they build off of last year's performance in the Rumble, so uh, that's where I'm going. Uh, but, again, it's great. It's, uh, it's, it's a tough call it really is a, a tough call and that that to me is what makes wrestling great uh you know we heard from mike ferraro who cannot wait to see the ascension versus the new age outlaws um this is a pay-per-view honestly dave that is incredibly top heavy um I, it's weird like when you look at the the uh 
the the the, uh, the, the card. Uh, wow. Um, you know, are there, are there any matches on the card that you're really looking forward to aside from those two? Um, I mean, the girls' match. No, kind of bored with seeing Miz and Miz Dow. Uh, over, uh, you know, with, with the Usos. Um, maybe it's because I'm biased because I'm a fan of his, but I'm actually looking forward to seeing um, Cesaro, Tyson Kidd, and Adam Rose against the New Day on the free, on the, on the kickoff show. Um, it's supposed to be a six-man tag team elimination match. They had a, they had a barn burner, as, as the folks in the business would say, um, a few weeks ago on main event. And uh, it's an elimination match. I'm not sure if any of these six guys are going to be in the Rumble match. I would assume that a few of them are Kofi. Um, I, I'd be pretty pissed if they didn't put um, Cesaro and Tyson Kidd in. And I've been that that team has been growing on me. I've always wanted to see Cesaro as a singles, but um, you know him and Swagger together last year, the Real Americans grew on me. And this unit with him and Tyson Kidd, that calling themselves the Masters of the Universe. Um, that, that's kind of grown on me too. So I'm actually looking forward to the six man tag match because I think I think it will uh, surprise some people. I think it should be a good matchup. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to that. Again, we're big Cesaro fans here. Um, I don't know my feelings right now on New Day. Uh, I want to like them. I mean, I like all three players. I'm just not sure if I if I dig the gimmick. Um, you know, it should be a very entertaining matchup. I'm actually I'm looking forward to the tag team championship match. I don't think we're going to see a uh, championship change. I think the Usos are going to retain. Um, but I think that we're really heading towards, and again, as we look towards WrestleMania season, uh, perhaps a mid-card matchup. Um, you know, we're, we're definitely starting to see the uh, dissension between the Miz and Miz Dow. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, not an all-out, out-and-out turn, but uh, I think we'll see a little bit of tension perhaps within this uh, in the tag team matchup in the championship matchup and uh you know it wouldn't shock me within the rumble match uh we see either Miz throw out Mizdow or Mizdow throw out the Miz but I, you know the it's the beginning of the end for Miz and Mizdow and you know again both of us Dave you know not big uh Miz fans but uh you know, we both kind of like Mizdow. We like Damian Sandow. You know, would love to see this be a springboard for him. A guy who's real good in the ring, also very good on the microphone. So, but I, I think we're going to, not a definitive split up, but again, they're going to further that uh, at the Rumble with these two guys. Uh, increased tension between the two of them. Yeah, I mean, I can see, you know, uh, I can see, you know, it, be, it beginning in a tag match. Maybe it escalating to something where one throws out the other, or um, Miz gets thrown out by somebody else, and he expects Sandow or Mizdow to, you know, be his stunt double and leave with him. But Mizdow decides to stay. Um, I, I, I definitely could see the the, the seeds of dissension um, being planted a few weeks ago. Uh, you know, with the with the promo work, with letting Sandow talk. Um, but I think that will. Finally, I think that will finally blow up at WrestleMania, kind of like what happened last year with uh, Cesaro and Swagger. I think that will blow up officially at WrestleMania. Um, somehow, maybe Sandow finally just kind of breaks free from being the stunt double in the Andre the Mem- in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, if that's where they're going to go. 
and uh, he throws out the Miz, and then we see, you know, after WrestleMania, he's like reborn again as Damian Sandow. And I mean, I, again, a guy that like, you know, there's certain guys you just want to see succeed, and, and Sandow's got a, got a huge upside. So hopefully we see him, uh, you know, moving on to bigger and better things. But, uh, you know, again, it's a pretty top-heavy rumble. Uh, you know, could be, you know, decent entertaining matches, but uh, nothing that really, really jumps out at you is like, wow, that's going to be a great matchup. But... You know, the Rumble match should be very entertaining, and the championship match, uh, very entertaining, and both those matches have ramifications uh, moving forward. So, guys, you know, thanks for tuning in today, a special Saturday edition of the Ken Reedy Show. Stay tuned to our Facebook page. Again, that's facebook.com slash the Ken Reedy Show. We will not be airing on this Monday, nor the following Monday, because I get to finally get out of this... uh, snowy northeast i'll be heading way south uh to cancun for a week um but we're gonna we're gonna look at our schedules and maybe we can throw in a pre-recorded show or throw something up somewhere along the line again big meeting at our connecticut offices uh this weekend so um we'll see what we can do if not we'll see in a couple weeks enjoy the rumble dave got about a minute left hell of a show tonight yes it was a very good show uh some some very informative uh uh, analysis by the two of us, of course, as well as, you know, predictions from some of our callers. And, uh, you know, you guys brought it today, and I look forward to uh, Anthony, you know, and, and, and you coming up and getting together for the Rumble. And uh, on a quick note, uh, I hope I don't get El Torito this year either. I've gotten jobbed on some picks over the years in the Rumble pools, El Torito being one of them, great colleague. I think I got Michael Cole one year, 3MB, Lance Storm. <laughs> So somebody better give me something good. Like, if it, like I'll settle for a Roman Reigns and and and, and be the runner-up if Daniel Bryan wins. You know what I mean? I'll be happy with that. But get me out of Jobberland. I'm tired of that. It would be cool, like depending on how if if each one of us has like one of the names that we uh we announced as far as like legit guys to win the Rumble. That would be cool. But looking forward to coming up to Connecticut, guys. Thank you so much for the support. Stay tuned. As forward to making this show bigger and better. Enjoy the Rumble. Enjoy heading into WrestleMania season. For Dave, I am Ken. Have a great rest of your weekend. Good night, everybody.